All right, welcome to the Andrew Collins Show. I'm your host, Andrew Collin. I'm here with a legendary guest who uh, everyone loves on the podcast. And boy, have I heard it. I mean, she is a boss bitch. She's doing her thing. She's going to fucking work, going to school. She don't have time for me, little just, old me. Just doing what regular people do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I always am like, I can't believe you're doing it. You really? You're like, you mean every 98% of other people are doing the same thing? I'm like, you're special. Um, you're going to esthetician school. You've talked about this forever. I mean, you're working on some skin. You gave a couple of facials out. Not mine. Yeah, yeah not yours. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. We haven't had the the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, going to work from nine thirty to four thirty, and then school from five thirty to ten, and then I get <laughs> home at ten thirty. I mean, you quit your last job. I quit my last. I quit my restaurant job. <laughs> too many girls fighting naked in the bathroom. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Too much stress. For not enough money, and also the manager does not understand how does not know how to manage people and lacks empathy, which is one of the uh, well, she manages people, she doesn't lead people, basically. Let's just put it that way. I feel like the best way to get someone to go back to school is for a girl to be like, "You said my table's over there." You said my table was going to be by the heater. Yeah, totally. Why is my table not by the bar? Mm -hmm. I want to sit next to Alex. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm going to esthetician school <laughs> to fucking work on people's faces in a calm environment. Yes. I'm done with this shit. Yes. I uh, quit over text. Nice. Which, let's be real. If I'm being honest with myself, I probably shouldn't have gotten a restaurant job to begin with. <laughs> I've, I've had one before. I was 18. It was the summer before college. I lost that job. How did you lose that one? I, I did. I got I was fired for drinking on the job. And <laughs> well, I was stupid. I was 18. Did you get fired the day you were drinking or did they? It was afterwards. Yeah. I got caught via camera. Oh, <laughs> You're on top of the bar showing yeah. your tits. You're yeah. like, there's like two old guys. I feel like in your town, it's just two old men that are always drunk, both named fucking John. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, the war was tough. And you're like, I'm going to fucking, I'm, <laughs> I'm killing it in high, senior year in high school. I'm surprised yeah. you could even serve liquor as an 18-year-old. I am too, honestly. I don't know. I feel like Michigan's kind of lax, but yeah. I um, was fired. But my manager was, um, he dated my mom in high school for a really long time and was like weirdly still into her. And um, so I just got off with, you know, I got fired the day before my last day. Yeah. And so they fired me and just banned me from the restaurant. And then the next day I pretended to go to work <laughs> because I didn't want my oh. parents to know I got fired. So you put on a whole outfit? I put on my, my, serving, my serving outfit <laughs> <laughs> and like got in the car. I was like, okay, bye guys. And Dude, I love that. So you... <laughs> So you got, and then what were you going to do for those six hours or eight hours? Well, I bought, what was your I bought a change of clothes. So Dude. I was like, I'd like changed in my clothes. I think I hung out with some friends or something. Like. <laughs> so what I did is I just went to the bar and got drunk yeah. sitting at the bar. Dude, so. I know someone that did that. Uh, he was living with his parents after college. 
and his dad was like some big finance guy and <clears throat> he lied to his dad about having a job and every morning he'd wake up with his dad <laughs> g- eat breakfast have coffee put on a suit and be like what? all right dad you have a good day i'll see you at the end of the day and then he fucking go right back to sleep no yeah, way dude and he did it for a while mom, mom didn't tell on him i think mom was in on it oh like my mom God. was just like she yeah, my she... baby boy's home <laughs> yeah yeah was it a long day honey <laughs> wink wink hate your father yeah dude that's so funny so when you did that did your did they call you out right then or the... well my parents i thought i was like they'll never know right but like you know, it's a small town. My mom's pretty connected in the town that I grew up in. She knows everyone. So eventually, like years later, she did tell me that she knew I got fired and why I was fired. But she never like approached me about it. But um, oh, so you didn't get caught that day. No, lying. no. Also, I, it was like one of your last days. It was right? my last day oh, yeah. before the day before my last day. So, <laughs> so you only had to keep it up. Then I went to college. Yeah. So like whatever. <laughs> and you lied about that, too. Yeah, totally. I was like, everything's going great. I'm not depressed. I love it here. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it, that was that job was so funny. It was like, you know, and actually it's kind of ironic because it was really uh, the reason one of the reasons I left this current restaurant job was because of how they I requested something off five weeks in advance and they were like we just can't make it work and I was like it's for a family wedding they were like we just can't make it work and then I had a whole conversation with them about you know I've worked every month every weekend for the last three months and like I gave you a five-week warning the policy says two weeks and they she said uh well that's actually a minimum so and you've only been working here for three months kind of like a you haven't shown us yet kind of vibe. And she was just so toxic. So I was like, bye. I don't need this job. Like I've got too much experience and I also have respect for myself. So goodbye. Yeah. People really are. Um, these these bosses or managers are acting like you're making 500000 a year well, and you need like there's no other option yeah. other than like this science job you're working. It's yeah. like, no, there's 55 fucking other restaurants. Yeah. Uh, you're paying me uh, minimum wage, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting harassed. Mm-hmm. I just saw a girl's labia in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. need this. No. Don't you can't be. And also, 90 days. I don't give a fuck if it's my first day. Uh, exactly. Treat me with fucking respect. The first hour. You hired me. Yeah, I'm yeah. giving you my time. Yeah. Like, stop it. This whole idea that your time isn't worth, uh, like fucking dick because you because they're all giving you money is bullshit yeah exactly and yeah. like hey you like you know I'm, i was fortunate enough to be in a position where i could quit my job but like you know so know that i'm like speaking from speaking from that but like you this is a this is a five week notice that i won't be here it's not a please give it to me off like no yeah also you you figure it out that's you have five weeks to figure something alternative out there's plenty of people too that you work with that are just like i'm not working on the weekends and she well she also said and she also said this is the most infuriating part she said well you know after i'd given them every friday saturday thursday friday and saturday for three months straight she said well, I'm sorry, but this is just part of the restaurant industry is the expectation is that you're available on weekends and evenings. And while 
while she said that, on the other hand, two out of the five people on the host team <laughs> weren't available on Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> so I'm like, this is yeah. You just no. It's just that's for me because yeah. you need me here because you didn't train the other girls well enough to understand how to operate this system. And so the only way it's going to run efficiently is if I'm here. So actually, no. So you're never going to let me have a weekend off. Like, bye. This is not for me. Oh, my God. I like I'm so glad I left that job because I'm still like, oh, my God. When I'm now talking about it, I'm just like, screw that. Anyways, I got a new job. But I think an important thing with this is that you gave your time on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then these other people are like, Hey, I'm not work. They come into it. They go, I'm not working these days. And then no one asked them once they like go, these are my boundaries. I'm not putting forth any bit of effort more than what uh, I want to give. And then for some reason, the manager goes, okay, we're going to honor that. But then the person that fucking goes above and beyond what they're supposed to do constantly, constantly gets fucking used and and like work to the bone and are always asked to stay late or you're asked to work more hours because they know that you'll do it and you're not going to give up a fuck you're you know yesterday you had a thing where you were like yeah i mean i i've been dealing with that my whole like my whole career so the job what you should do is do nothing yeah (laughs) fucking take a shit those people are getting paid the same amount yeah take a shit in the food uh light the place on fire (laughs) Don't show up. Fucking go in there. Wear whatever the fuck you want. Tell the manager to go fuck themselves and they'll give you a raise. Yeah. Because that's what it's teaching you. Yeah. Is like, this is why people are assholes. Because they get fucking raises for being cocksuckers. Yeah. And the people that are actually like, oh, I'll help you out. I'll do what you want. Oh, they're like, oh, really? Okay. Well, in that case, you're actually going to build the other restaurant by yourself with your bare hands. And then by at the end of that conversation, because they also had been dangling a promotion in front of my face for since the second week that I started, because they they could see that I was, you know, smart enough to figure out the system and how it works with, you know, being in such a busy, busy nightlife setting. They had been dangling this thing in front of me for Two, week, two weeks after I started up until this three-month mark where I sat down and had this conversation with him. And I said, hey, also, you know, I'm giving you all these weekends and I've been doing this role that you're telling me is more hourly and no one has checked in with me about that yeah. since it's been mentioned, but I've been kind of placed into this role. So I'm just wondering when I can expect to see a, an increase or when I should expect to f- expect that promotion what else are you wanting from me and she and she said well how often are you wanting us to check in on you yeah yeah and then kind of gaslit me and was just like where did you so she said it's inappropriate for you to ask for a raise within your first 90 days it's inappropriate for you to bring up a raise i said you well i'm just i was like i didn't come up with this out of nowhere so gaslighting me and then at the end of the conversation said I'm glad that we had this conversa- conversation and, you know, everybody needs something different and now we know that we need to check in on you more often. Oh, <laughs> my I, God. Yeah. I would flamethrower this bitch. <laughs> I want to so, fuck this bitch up. I was so fucking oh, mad. Fuck that bitch. And then I, I'm so, I'm honestly mad at myself. And the risk, this oh. is a reason why I did this because I 
I got that feeling where I was like, I'm going to get up and walk out and I'm not doing this was at the beginning of my shift. But there was only one other host there that night with me. And I really liked her. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking I'm I'm just going to do this shift. You know, I got the job, you know, through a friend of your a good friend of yours, dear friend that I'm not going to like do that. But then the next day I was getting ready for work up until like an hour before I had to be there. I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to put. I just, we're going to figure it out. And then I was, I just was like, I can't, I can't do this. I, all I could think about was that over and over and in my head. And now looking back, I'm like, fuck that. I should have just walked out then because like, for what? Like, what's the difference? Right? Like, I don't know. Well, I think because you're a kind person and because whenever you get a job through someone, you know, you can't end it by being a complete, uh, dick fuck because you want to. But you are worried more about the other person's reputation, even though they would probably completely understand. Yeah. yeah. Then I met uh, fast forward a few weeks later, I met somebody. We went out to dinner for your birthday and um, 43. Yeah, I met uh, a I met a, a, a girl who used to work there. She used to, you know, be the maitre d'. So basically the role that they dangled in front of my face. She did that for several years at this restaurant. Several, several, several years. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, I actually worked at Katana for like three months and then I quit. It was like a whole thing. It's not a big deal. And she's like, was it because of this person? I said, yes. And she goes, I didn't even know her. She goes, come here, give me a hug. She goes, she's a bitch. I know. She's such a bitch. And I was like, yeah, she is a bitch. (laughs) That's why you're crying in my cake. (laughs) There's nothing that brings someone together than hating like a a superior person. Like. A boss will bring employees together like no other. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's why like coaches are such like dicks, you know, because like if you hate me, your hatred towards me will bring you guys so together and then you'll take that out on the other team. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it really works in a restaurant setting. I think as a coach, it might work, but you don't have another restaurant. You could go stab. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if like you can't take out all your anger you have on me and go knock the fuck out of someone. You have to just take it and then just stay mad. And then maybe you take it out on like a napkin you're folding for me. (laughs) You're like, oh, fucking bitch. Like, Like you just do things angrily. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you're now you're in esthetician yeah. school. You're doing your shit. Yeah. You're I'm, working. I'm back in retail, come full circle. I used to, when I started retail, full-time retail management, I was in school. And now it's like full circle. I'm back retail management, but not full-time. But it's relaxed. I love it. It's a chill job compared to, you know, where I used to work, anthropology. Um, a lot more relaxed. And also, like, less is on my back. So I, I just... Now I'm in retail the second time around and I'm and it's just like this isn't my career path. Yeah. So I'm not gonna take it as like as a step backwards. Yeah. Or yeah, you know, when I was a dog walker and I was doing comedy, every time I picked up a piece of dog shit, I go, But I'm I'm a comic. Like I would convince myself that and the funniest part is is like of all this stuff is like these other jobs, like dog walker and retail, like people make great jobs and do decent good money in some of these jobs so it's like it's not but if you're chasing a passion or something you really want to do that might maybe be outside the box it makes these jobs uh you're able to do them in a way where you you don't feel like this is what your identity is and i think we get wrapped up too much in identity anyways of like this is what i am because then i think what that does is put you in a box and then you can't 
you can't, you won't try things. Like yeah. if you just go, well, my identity, I'm just working in retail and that's what I'll do. It's easy going. I, I don't have to stress that much. You're like, no, I'm going to fucking go to esthetician school. I'm not putting myself in this thing, you know? And I don't know. It's awesome seeing you. You're studying for quizzes. You're asking me about epidermis and dermis. I'm giving you freaking, uh, I'm, I, I was going to ask you questions yesterday and do a little strip tease for you. Yeah, uh, and then wow. you're like, no, I'd rather throw up on my own tits. <laughs> but, you know, no, but you're taking, like, I don't It's so cool, like, seeing you go to school again and, like, really going after your passion. And I don't know, I just love well, it for you. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that you're happy that I'm happy. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Are you happy? I well, think you're happy. Well, it's just nice that, yeah, I am happy. It's just nice. We, when we first moved here, oh, my God, it took so long to figure out what, what we were both doing. And we, like, you know. We're spending a lot of time together, but now it's nice that you're kind of going on the road. I've got long days. <laughs> yeah. It makes our hangouts more special. Like, I'm more excited to go on dates. Yeah. I, I don't love you any more or less or more. It's just like, you know, it's like any relationship. I think also when you live together, you're like, oh my God, I'm always around this person. And so it takes, so it adds a little bit more spice to life, you know? <laughs> you just, you could just say you, you, you're, you're tired of me. No. <laughs> no, I do. I think so. I think, look, when you're a caveman, you got to go hunting and then you come back, you bring me in to hunt and then everyone fucks. Like everyone's like excited. Yeah. yeah. You need time apart to feel uh, like to almost remind you of how much you love that person. Totally. And um, and then also, I think whatever value uh, going on the road, doing jokes or going to school gives you makes you a better partner for that person because you're a happier in your life and you're more confident in what you're doing which just makes you more attractive to mm -hmm. society and yeah. your partner yeah yeah do yeah. i am i more are you more yeah when i see you I put that lab coat yeah that little lap coat on <laughs> lap lab lab, lab. Coat. yeah lap, lab coat. sit in that lap on that coat <laughs> yeah you were getting coke, coke. Cock. yeah cock. um <laughs> Dude, I flew first class recently. Oh, tell me about that. I mean, I'm not bragging, but I am. I've never flown first class. Um, I it was uh, I was going on tour with Heather McMahon. Uh, we were going to Portland and Seattle. <clears throat> I was flying to Portland, and I didn't even check my ticket because I always assume I'm going to sit in like 36B, which you know, or like I'm like inside the shitter, like I'm in the toilet for some reason. I'm like, sweet, I'm so happy for life. And I look at my ticket and it's 2D. And I'm like, what the fuck? This has to be a mistake. Like my first, I don't know what that says about my own psyche, but like my first, it's, it's got to be a mistake. Right. Or this has to be a plane with no first class. There's no way. <laughs> no first class. There's, there's it it's so funny though. There's those teeny planes that like, they have like four first class seats though. It's still first class. But I got to be honest. This was maybe like two. a six seater one. Like it wasn't full on first class. It was first class, but it wasn't like recline all the way uh, back. First class. Wasn't Air France. No, it wasn't Air France. I didn't have my own little room with my own stewardess. <laughs> You're still on a spirit flight. She's like, do you mind a hot towel uh, jerk off? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's French, but anyhow. So, um, I sit there and in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to sit next to a businessman. We're going to talk about the Illuminati. I'm going to go hunting with him. I'm going to make fun of poor people. I'm just going to be like, oh, you know, he's going to like give me a million dollars. You know, by the time I land, whatever, I sat next to this woman who didn't want to talk to me at all. And um, and then I'm on the plane and I get a Diet Coke before people even come on. Oh, wow. 
just like drinking it while people are just now boarding. I'm like, were you, were you making <laughs> eye contact with of them? Of course I was. <laughs> I was like, peasant, you fucking peasant. I think that says something about somebody. Do you make, if you get on the plane first class and you have your Diet Coke, do you, do you stare at people as they get on the plane or do you not? Meaning like stare at them like they're poor? I think that the person who stares is staring like to see if they're staring at you, which tells me you don't fly first class very often. The person who's already got their laptop open and their headphones in and doesn't give a fuck who's getting on the plane. This is just another drive. It's a they're hopping in their Honda and going down the road like they're it's the same. Uh, I definitely wasn't acting like (laughs) I've been there before. I had my phone out. I was videoing. (laughs) Yeah, I was was videoing it like first time. First time, yeah, I was not cool at all with it. I wasn't just like, yeah, let me pull out my laptop and look at Microsoft Excel and how I'm going to burn down a village or something. You know, it wasn't it wasn't anything cool. I was just like, I'm on a first class plane. Look at yeah, me. Yeah, you texted me right away. Dude, I was so excited. And I, um, I flew first class once, too. And what was... <laughs> Can I finish my first class story first? I don't have a story. Oh. Just, I just wanted to... I just wanted people to know. So I'm so excited. I'm fucking talking mad shit. I'm Uh throwing my Diet Coke in the flight attendant's face. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) The pilot's feeding me grapes. Your boy is living. You're sweating. Your hair, single string keeps coming to the front. You have to push it back. Yeah, someone's spraying like a spray bottle on me with a fan. I'm just saying you're like coked out. You're just like every like rich guy in first class has got Coke in his pocket. Hell yeah, I have so much Coke. I'm (laughs) drinking Diet Coke. I got cocaine in my pocket, fentanyl in my fucking bag. Back pocket i'm fucking just chilling i have a palm pilot i have that little pen i'm just writing things down like eat more cheese <laughs> <laughs> have another have some more havati <laughs> that's a kind of cheese so i'm fucking have assistant send assistant for havati makeup assistant <laughs> <laughs> name assistant any assistant so I'm like chilling. I'm flying first class. There's turbulence. I don't give a fuck. There's something about almost laying down where like if I'm going to die, I'm dying like so chill. Like I, you don't care. If you're if you could lean back past a certain amount, life is easy. With a blanket. I didn't have a blanket. I should have got a blanket. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, next time. I did grab like seven Biscoff cookies. As a frequent flyer, I'm very surprised that you d- don't have a neck pillow yet. Yeah, I do fly a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of things. I, look, I have TSA Pre and I have Clear, which is, I don't even know how that happened. I look back and I go, I can't believe I did this at some point with my ADD. So Totally. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. because you lived in St. Louis, you had nothing else to do. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go to like a weird room to get the TSA pre and say whatever. All the rooms in St. Louis are weird. <clears throat> that is true. All you go downtown in St. Rooms, Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's empty. Feels and like also, j- you're always in a jail. Yeah. You're outside jail. <laughs> so <laughs> indoor, outdoor jail. So I end up, I'm so like excited. I'm chilling. I go in the bathroom and I might have been like looking at, I sometimes I look at my own abs. Oh, yeah. Wow. You do? I would have never. The, if I lose weight, I hate catching you doing that. That's yeah. the ick. Sometimes I catch Andrew with his mirror face. Oh God! Everyone has a mirror face, but yours is like. I like learned it from my mom. My mom like would suck, do it. You like it's almost like you put your tongue to the roof of your mouth. Oh God! 
But you don't know you're doing it, so it's fine. That's worse. <laughs> That's worse. It's okay. I always raise my eyebrows and like almost like. Yeah. I like sniff. It's weird. You do like blue steel kind of thing. My mom would do it. My mom would always suck her cheeks in. Mm-hmm. You know, she loved like being pretty. Like that was like, so like, I think I get me wanting to be pretty from my mom. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen my dad look in the mirror and be like, my hair is good. Like when you're bald guy, less mirror, I guess. <laughs> I've never seen my dad be like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Just how I like it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wonder if he puts things on his scalp. Um... He should just put money on there. Yeah. <laughs> just make a hat out of hundreds. He sticks it on with melted pennies. <laughs> oh, God. So, Real steel head. So I'm like looking at my abs in the mirror because uh, bathroom lighting on planes are pretty solid. Okay. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. So you can see a lot of abs. You know, even if you don't have them, you can get a four pack even if you have a two pack in there. Whoa. Yeah. Especially in first class bathroom, mm-hmm. which... So I'm sitting there and I think I pull my shirt up and my pot, my phone is in my jacket pocket and I just hear it going. And like, next thing I know, I look down, my fucking phone is in the that shitter. That's what you get for being vain. I know. Oh my God. That's instant karma. Dude, I'm such an idiot. So I look at my abs one more time. <laughs> I let the phone sit in there for a while. Yeah. I'm looking at each app. You just said, send assistant for new phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this you was, take out your phone. Yeah, my pop pilot that also. Something oh, just shit. turned off. My phone died. Our camera died. All right, ready? Hold on, sorry. So, yeah, so I draw, sorry, the camera died, of course, but the phone's in the bathroom, in the, in the shitter, 
And I'm just like, oh my God, I got to go in there and get it. And like, oh, I'm in first class. Yeah. Like I almost left it. I was almost like so first class. I was just going to like piss and shit over it and just be like, whatever. You know, I don't need this phone. The phone doesn't even work that well anyway. At least ask for a glove. I know. I just went, I grabbed napkins and I went in and I grabbed it. <sighs> And then I washed it off. I took the thing off. And then I asked for those wet wipes that they give for your hands. And I used that on the phone. But I still, every time I look at this phone, <laughs> like it's my, I, yeah, my you're idea. You're so of, not first class. I'm so fucking, I'm ninth class. I'm no class. I'm fucking, <laughs> dude, I'm such an idiot. So now oh. every time I look at my phone or I grab my phone, I think about like I, I don't have any good memories of first class now. I don't think about it. My only time was ruined because this fucking thing fell in the shitter. Oh God. Oh Andrew. Yeah, it was. That real. is the most Andrew first class experience. It was karma I ever for. Was. It was karma for thinking I was it's, too fucking cool. It's because you drank too many free diet cokes, probably. Yeah, I got too excited. Yeah. All right, let's do some topical tropical. Too much sugar. Too much sugar. There's no sugar in there. Yeah. There Caffeine. Is. That's a lie. There's sugar. Oh. All right. Topical, tropical. We're going to do a few stories and then we'll get out of here. Hey, who's looking tropical today, baby? I'm fucking imagining the the goddamn podcast room. Babe, I wasn't going to mention anything. You're just going to be cool. Oh, sorry. I am cool. This wasn't on purpose, actually. Brenda's looking very L.A. She got these new, like, Unabomber glasses. (laughs) But the only thing she's killing, though, is the game. You know what I mean? You are killing it. You look so hot. Whoa. Thank you. That's all we do all day. Just hiss at each other. <laughs> you know we've been spending too much time to, with each other when we start to hiss. We don't have anything else to say but to just. <laughs> all right, topical tropical. Robert De Niro has a his seventh kid at the age of seventy nine years old. Aren't I giving Robert De Niro? De Niro? Yeah, for sure. He has his seventh kid. Yeah. At seventy nine years old. Yeah. Wow. I know. How old is his oldest? Do we know? Does it say? Oh, uh, he article? has like a forty-year-old. Yeah, wow. it's different women. Yeah, it's just crazy. Your cum can work that late. In it life. is crazy. I always thought like maybe that's though. Is it like? Is that why maybe there's? I feel like old cum can still be like, maybe the kid is coming out autistic or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> because the person's old, the kid will have an old brain. Old soul. Old soul. I don't know if that's how it works. I, but I, I think about it with your cum. I think it's more the the woman end of having a baby later in life. Like past 40, there's more of a chance for the kid to. But the chances are still very slim of the kid not being uh, or like being mentally challenged if you're older. That oh. died too. How old is the baby mama? I think we're fucked. Really? I think we'll just send this one. All right. Oh, shit. Man, whatever. Um, we might have some clips. Yeah. How is How old is the baby mama? The baby mama? It doesn't say. It doesn't say who the mom is. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about it. They just want, they just want the shock value of Robert De Niro being 79 and having a child. He doesn't care about that kid. Robert De Niro doesn't care he about He doesn't the- care about that kid. He's too old. He doesn't care about anything. And also, he's not actually ha- Is he having like what's that sex like? I don't know. I bet you with Viagra, he probably fucking still lays it down. But he's just fucking because he's Robert De Niro and people want to fuck him. Yeah, so what? But he's not like I don't even know if he's enjoying it. Like why is he just 
Like, what he, are you talking about? This guy's like, you, you think you lose sensation when you get older? Yeah, you do. You don't. You don't. Dude, the fact that he could still get hard and have a baby at his age is like a miracle. I mean, I, I think. <laughs> is this. Is that what it is? An eighty, an, a seventy-nine-year-old man. Yes, this is a having miracle. Having a child is a miracle. Yes, that's your miracle. Yes, it's the ninth wonder of the world. Is Robert De Niro fucking come still working? It's that and still the, shooting loads. I don't know. Maybe I like the story because I'm a little bit older, and maybe I think, oh, now I've, Andrew, I still have thirty, forty years <laughs> younger than you. Yeah, him. yeah, I know. I'm good now. I'm waiting until I'm seventy-six. Shit, I don't know. I do think about that sometimes with us. I'm like, man, he. Like, is he going to be too, not are you going to be too old, but do you want to be an old dad? Like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Um, I don't want to be that old of a dad, but then you kind of get out of things, though. That's kind of nice. No. When you're 79 and you're fucking have a little newborn. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Robert De Niro. He he doesn't do shit. He doesn't want that kid. I think he wants the kid because he doesn't have to do anything. It's different if he was like a 27 year old dad who had a shitty job. And he has to like afford, like, can't afford baby wipes. This he doesn't even see the kid. He sees him like twice a day. Like, hey, uh, look, you're still alive. I'm still alive. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's pretty stoked on it. I think to leave the world knowing that you just I got mean, something new. I mean, they love grandkids. His oldest is old enough to father it for him when he dies. Yeah, the the oldest one is like it's. Almost too big of a gap for them to be like, I can't believe dad had another kid. It's like, get over it. You're fucking 50 years older than this fucking baby. Can you see him being mad? He also has like an 11 year old and a. That's and that's what yeah. creates those situations when there's a you're like when somebody like that baby is like Robert De Niro's older kids uncle. Like there's, a, he's an uncle baby. Like if oh, yeah. Robert De Niro's oldest older kids have children, that baby was born an uncle. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that baby. I mean, he'll be treated like a grandkid. Look, let's be honest. He'll have maybe six more years with his dad. Um, I wonder if he'll even he'll remember his dad. But it's, I'm sure it's tough to be like, you know, he'll be like seven. He'll see other kids playing, you know, catch. With their yeah, father and De Niro's tough. just barely eating pudding. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Ugh. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he'll get like some weird surgery, some cryo thing. And Robert De Niro will still be. He's like, not only does my cum work, I could still throw a baseball and 95 not, miles yeah, per hour. And I'm not inflamed. Yeah, never inflamed. From cryo sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think we... Uh, What's the other one? Oh, Mark Zuckerberg is doing jujitsu. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't. Oh, no, I'm thinking of someone else. He's the owner of Facebook. He's worth like $60 billion. He's doing jujitsu. Yeah, he won, a, he won his first such, competition. That's I, like such a rich guy sport. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't your brother do that? <laughs> hey, leave him out of this. Why, are they, why do they all look the same, too? They're like all white guys who are like 5'10 and like balding. <laughs> Dude, Dan is never going to talk to us again. What are you he doing? He never talks to me anyways. It's fine. Oh, my God. Shots fired. He's going to give you an arm bar. We'll choke your ass out. True. True. Dude, I asked my brother. He might fight Zuckerberg. Whoa, yeah. he should. Oh, it'd be great. I think the only people Zuckerberg fight now are like people he pays. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like who's going to beat Mark Zuckerberg? Like, you know what I mean? I You'll would. Take I'd it. take, him, oh, it'd be take great. his ass down. Yeah. That would He's, be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it feels like he's like the first computer to first he's AI to win jujitsu. <laughs> like he's really? very like. Ugh. Yeah, he is. He is kind of weird looking, huh? He's got weird eyes. He looks like an AI character. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a Sims or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. He's pretty lanky. Like he has long limbs. But he's only five ten. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he won. Statistically. He won like some match. It is funny. Like when people become billionaires, anything they do that's somewhat normal, people lose their fucking mind. Right. They're like, Mark Zuckerberg filled his own gas tank. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? What? First of all, he doesn't have an electric vehicle, dude. What the fuck, man? Dude, Mark Zuckerberg, you're not going to believe this. He writes in a Palm Pilot. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> dude, still? Uh. Yeah, it's always like these little things that these, like the richer you get, the more... Like everyday things, you're treated like fucking God. It's like, why don't your assistant do that? Why doesn't your assistant do jujitsu for you? Yeah. I found recently it's like people who have a lot, a lot of money are like when they have normal, like non-expensive things. People are like, whoa. Yeah. Like if like a like a rich, I don't know, like a rich YouTuber just has like a Keurig, and people are like, oh my god. He's just like us. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot. There's this guy named Warren Buffett, who uh, is Jimmy Buffett's brother. No, he's not. I just <laughs> wanted to see you agree to that. That was great. <laughs> oh, who is Warren? <laughs> At least a, you went like this. <laughs> Dude, you could say anything to me. I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. Warren Buffett is like this huge finance guy. He has this thing called Berkshire Hathaway, really? where they own like he's worth just as much money as Zuckerberg. Uh -huh. And his whole thing is he drinks cherry coke, he eats his hamburger, and he drives his old Lincoln Town car. And he's lived in the same house for seventy years, and people lose their fucking mind, right? Because he doesn't have a mansion, he doesn't fuck a lot of different women, he doesn't eat like some weird astronaut food. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, but part of me is like, that's the point of having money. Have at least one Lamborghini. Like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. But then there are people who take it too far. Like, like, um, have you ever seen Kim Kardashian's home? Like when her and Kanye were like re redoing their home and it's like all stone, white stone, like there's nothing hanging on the walls. It's just like all carved out white stone. Like they have one couch in this ginormous room that's white. And it's just. Yeah, you could go extreme either like way. That? Like yeah. They are so they need to feel rich all the time. They need to feel rich even at times when they should be feeling comfort. Like, well, there's something about having, uh, I guess, Warren Buffett. He's not new money, but he did make his own money. Yeah. But those are almost like different like different types of rich because there's people who are rich that are doing, you know, like I feel like people who are rich from yeah, well, ed being educated or inventing something or uh, using, using their, that's whatever their left side of their brain. Let's just put it that way because you can say things that Kim Kardashian has done has she's also been smart and, you know, <laughs> conniving and just like, <laughs> Whatever. I'm just trying to say, like, Mark Zuckerberg isn't wearing, <laughs> isn't going. <laughs> I love that you were, like, trying to say positive things. You know, Not like Kim Kardashian isn't smart and conniving. 
calculated. Calculated. No, I'm just saying like everyone. I'm just saying like people who are or old money or people who are using using their education. They dress very simply and like they're not their brands. You wouldn't know what they're wearing. They're just well tailored. But then. Like the Kardashians are like dressing very trendy and wearing like yeah. Louis Vuittons or whatever, whatever brands they wear. I don't even know. But it's the same thing as like their houses, too. There's just two different yeah. types of rich. There's a yeah, it's. um Yeah, Warren Buffett isn't going to show like his thigh gap on <laughs> Instagram and then have it yeah. fucking filtered. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, my. He goes, bye, bye railroads. And it's just him like. <laughs> yeah yeah just fucking warren buffett just being a little thought <laughs> but the that other, would be so funny yeah, like, it would be like, so funny warren, after all this time he should do that yeah warren buffett <laughs> should put out an instagram where he's just in a little thong and he's just like buy my lip filler <laughs> <laughs> buy my lip filler <laughs> lip gloss by warren buffett do you want your lips looking like a lizard by my gloss <laughs> yeah dude that's fucking yeah there's definitely two different kinds of money i think you could go extreme either way i'm probably yeah i'm probably more mad at seeing someone that goes overly showing than not showing at all but yeah. they're both pretty big choices yeah. but because like, like the kardashians i'm just using them as an example again yeah there's plenty of people like this yeah the conniving Kardashians. but everybody knows who the car calculated conniving kardashians are yeah all st- words start with the k in that sentence yeah um, <laughs> i was thinking just, yeah uh but just like they have enough money to go off the grid they could go off the grid like i know one of them is always like oh, I, I wasn't meant to be famous i shouldn't be here but it's like no you like that attention you like where that how what it brings you because you could go off of the grid and you could live simply but now you now you're choosing not to so yeah i mean i think uh I just want to live simple, like in Montana on a eighty acre farm. Yeah, just, I just simple. Yeah, I love and have when like she... five slaves working for me. Yeah. Just simple. Though. Yeah, when they like get on their reality show and they're like, I just don't think. Um, I just like want to live like more simply, and like I just don't think it's for me. And I, uh, you're you're saying this on a reality show, like yeah, you're yeah, airing yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, what yeah. are you saying right now? Yeah, I don't want people to film me in public. It's like you're filming yourself. The paparazzi is just too much. You are the paparazzi. It's like Jeff yeah. is holding the camera in front of you <laughs> that you pay a hundred thousand a year to do it. Yeah. Um. Last story, and then we'll get out of here. Are we not doing Oprah questions anymore? Oh. We could do we, one. Yeah, we could. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll go right to that. Well, here's one story. A missing Australian woman survived on wine candy for five days. Hell yeah. She just had a week, girls weekend. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> that's not that big. Good for her. She went to make a U-turn and she got stuck in the mud. I guess in Australia, in the bushland, it's a little scarier. But Yeah. I mean, you're like fighting snakes for some, some seas candies. but Yeah. It just sounds like a, like, like a rich woman's like vacation. She's like, she survived on candy and just some <laughs> ayahuasca. Like, how did she do it? She caught a tan. She People put in some America, bamboo together. Yeah, dude. There's Americans water. that survive on candy and wine. <laughs> yeah. Their whole life. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's so true. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, 
the Oprah questions, I guess I got to find them. I don't even remember. What was it? 110 questions. For couples or something like that to fall in love or I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. To get to know your lover better. Um. Yeah, I feel like if I was stuck in the middle of nowhere with like. what? Ca- what's the, okay, what drink and, and um, food would you bring? I mean, I would bring stuff that you don't have to cook that would last a while that actually has some nutritional value. So maybe Twinkies. <laughs> Fried Twinkies ain't so bad. <laughs> um, well, water. Okay, besides water. I'd probably choose those vitamin waters. Yeah. I they got a lot of sugar, though. But you need sugar. Well, you could survive so long with just liquids. Right. Food. Uh, yeah. You could survive without food for a while. Right. Liquids, you're fucked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess here comes the truck again. I swear right to at God. the end. Unbelievable. Sorry if you could hear the truck out there. <sighs> Fucking it. We live in a very, you know, I forget how loud it is here if I'm not here for a few days. And then, like, yesterday I was here trying to study. And I was like, there's so much going on. And also, why are the people below us screaming at one in the afternoon? Why? People scream a lot in L.A. Yeah. I don't know if they're like trying to get a roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we'll be here after early since this apartment. Yeah. We'll probably go somewhere quieter. We could be wrong, but nah. It's growing on us. Um, hmm. What do you find sexiest about me? Maybe we'll just skip around different Whoa. questions and then we'll be done with this. Let's do physical and sex and physical <laughs> and um, what's the other word? Like personality or whatever. Emotional. Emotional. I don't know. Or, yeah. Okay. Per- Whoa. Physically. Um, wow. I'm trying to look hotter right now. No. Phys- physically, I'm really like your legs are really sexy. <laughs> like I love like a thigh. You know, yeah, um, my Warren Buffett thighs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then like face wise, I mean, I love your beard. That's really sexy to me, and like your nose is really sexy to me too. <laughs> you call it big. You called it big. Yeah, you got a little. You got a big nose. It's no. It's you not almost like... had a little big Jew nose, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> it's fine. No, <laughs> no. So I mean, there's that's obviously three things, but. Those are the things that come to my mind. So my beard, my thighs, and, and my nose. And your skin tone. I really like your how you catch a tan. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, and then, um, emo- like, emotionally or personality-wise, I mean, obviously your sense of humor, duh, but, like, you're, when girls are like, I'm on a guy with a sense of humor, like, you actually have that. Um, and then I think you're... In times when I'm, you're very like uh, sturdy for me. Like when I can't be, like you're just very, like if I'm if I'm like I can't do this, I can't handle this. You just do it. But I but it's attractive to me because it's like things that sometimes you wouldn't do for like yourself. Just like decide to do for yourself. They're just things that you know that if I can't do it. You just no problem are like, no, there's no question. You're just like, yep, I'm going to do it and yeah. do it and you take care of it. Um, let me think. That was very nice. Thanks. Um, I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> what do I Bless love? You. What I Thank like you. about you sexually? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That 
dirty, rotten mouth ears. No, you have amazing teeth. You have teeth I wish I had. I mean, you just have an um, infectious smile mm. that can light up a room. It's sexy. It is sexy. It's very <laughs> sexy. Great teeth. Great mouth. You literally have a mouth where you go into the dentist <laughs> yeah. and they go, this is the mouth. Yeah. Was, or like I the chatter telling, teeth. Yeah. You know, that, oh, that actually hurt my tooth. Oh. Doing that. Yeah. The last time I got my teeth cleaned, I, I was telling you this a few days ago that they were like, these are it's great. There's nothing wrong. You, yeah. You have perfect teeth. I love your ass. <laughs> Mm. which i grabbed on our first date and i was like all right this is yeah. this is my lady Passes now the test. yeah and you have uh i don't know just you have glowing skin mm. i don't know yeah all those things you have great feet oh you do have very oh. nice feet and uh yeah i'm gonna stop now because now i'm just saying everybody your elbows <laughs> i know that's pinky. what i did though i was like i actually like this and this and yeah this. yeah yeah i like your strong chin yeah. The green eyes. I don't really have a strong chin, but I'll take it. Yeah, you do. No, I got this flapper. It's going away, though. I'm sure people have noticed that I have gotten skinnier. I hope. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, personality-wise, I think... That's uh, sexy. That's sexy? Yeah. Um, I like... Hmm. I think i i think it's similar i know it sounds like cliche but like you do things for me that i can't do for myself mm -hmm. and i there's nothing sexier than that and it's so funny we had that viral video where we had a viral video on tiktok it's just this random little ass video of us i was coming back from uh i was coming to la and i stopped at the airport to get brenna a coffee and Brenna, when I show up, I have two coffees in my hand, which I'll be honest, no pat on my back a little bit. No one stops to no, get on their way, a, on out, their of way the out. But I just had a feeling we, I knew if we drank some coffee, we'd have a great afternoon. Right. And I show up and Brenna also has a coffee for me. So we have four coffees. <laughs> We're just like, let's get fucking wild. <laughs> and I don't know. It's like those things where we're thinking about. Um, each other more than our our own self, which like nothing I think about you a lot. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I love. I love you, and thanks for doing. I this. love that our things that we are sex find sexy about each other are just things that are for our for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but like in the same sense, it's like very traditionally, which I kind of expected. Like mine was like a very tradition, like it's a very like masculine energy, like the way I described it. And then for you, you're like, I like that you do these things I don't want to do. And the things that you don't want to do are like very ma f traditionally feminine things, right? Like yeah. I'm taking care of you. Like I think of you to get you a drink or like I think of you like when I'm like, oh, he probably wants this washed. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there is something funny about like, uh, doing things uh where we're like neither one of us can be like i love how you work in charity I, you <laughs> do, like we're either doing things for us or for or like for ourselves or for each other no one else is getting this shit hell no <laughs> on that being said thank you for listening uh we appreciate it thank you for being here brenna uh in six months you guys have to get a facial from her um, for the creepy guys that listen, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, everyone have a great week. Take care now. Shabang. Bye.